You're listening to The Eskimo Show on Eskimos Radio, 630 Chad. Everybody from Clark Stadium, it's fan day, and it's the usual great turnout. Over 2,000 out to watch the Eskimos practice today, and uh, as promised before the break, we bring in uh, offensive lineman Tony Washington to talk. Hey, Tony, how are you? Yo, yo, what's going on? Uh, we're having Tony. fun. Tony! You, Tony, you yo. are, you have <laughs> been one of the most visible Eskimos all uh, all offseason. You were everywhere. I was. Uh, you took the Great Cup with you uh, to as many places as you possibly could. Tell me about, because you, you're not from around here. No. But you've made no, Edmonton no. your home. I have. You know, my wife's here, and we've made it home. It's some beautiful, wonderful people up here, and we just wanted to give back to this community, man. Like, I'm here, and you know what? The tradition is so rich here, and I, and I love the feeling. So I, I try to do as much as I can to give back to the people who support our team, you know? How was Vegreville? Vegreville was amazing, man. Just walked in, and you just feel the love. Even an hour away from Edmonton, man, the love for this team is just so strong, you know? And uh, that's, what we, that's, what, that's what it was all about. How's training camp been for you? Good so far. <laughs> Would Mike Riley approve? <laughs> so far, so good. I think we're moving around very fast. We're moving faster than I think we've uh, moved. That's the general consensus, especially talking to receivers, and we've had some conversations with Mike Riley about it too. The speed is incredible. I noticed it last night watching the mock game. I was trying. I'm upstairs in the press box. I was trying to track the plays. I couldn't keep up. I couldn't write them as fast as you guys were running them. Yeah. Uh, that's that's going to be a real challenge for some defenses. It, it, it will be. Uh, once we get into shaping and start, the timing is going to be the biggest thing for us. But I think uh, it's going to it's going to be real fun. We'll see what, how it plays out. What's the challenge? We know about for the receivers and everybody, but what's the challenge for the O line playing? that fast um, uh, you know this defense and moving you know you got to when you're doing a, a hurry up offense a quick offense like that you know you gotta you gotta make you gotta identify things very fast and when things change you gotta identify things very fast so it's just gonna be quick thinking I think that's the biggest challenge but once you get it down once it becomes like clockwork we're gonna be hard to stop yeah uh, and it's gone pretty smoothly so far it seems yeah yeah I think so it's uh, the, the, the way they're putting the material in and the way that um, they're uh, coaching it up has been is uh, yeah. They're doing a real good job. The phrase I keep hearing is you got to be in basketball shape to play. Yeah, you do. Fans, right? Yeah, so absolutely do. I, I don't even know what the wide receivers are doing to keep up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're running 20 yard routes and then having to run back to yeah. lining, you know, they're. They're 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 going to be in really good shape. So tell me, what's it like to have a coach with an offensive bent compared to a coach with a defensive bent uh, in the last two years? Uh, yeah. What's it like under Jason Moss? So far, you know what? He's a he's not too far removed from the game himself. So I think in a, you see that in a lot of ways he does things. He is very um, player friendly, you know. And and yeah, having him as an offensive coach, you know, we win we win a lot of battles. <laughs> last year, you know, everything was defense, defense, defense. And now, I think we'll probably get some uh, some shine here this year. You know, you mentioned Jason Moss is not far removed from playing the game, mm -hmm. and that reflects in how he's changed the schedule yeah. at times. Where okay, we're going to knock down two days. We're going to have just yeah. one practice. Yeah, you got to love that as a player. That oh, he's yeah. managing your bodies. Yeah, good. absolutely. Yeah, we love it. We love it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, you like her, you'll uh, enjoy hitting some other jerseys too in a week's time. Uh, the games it kind of changes at that point of training camp, does it not? When you start to play the games. Oh yeah. You talking about when we go to Calgary? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, camp is fun for the first week, and then it's just 
it's time to get to, I want to start playing some of the teams and start seeing who, who we are. You know, and that's the biggest thing is just who are we? Because I know we won a great cup last year, man, but we got a, we got a, uh, you know, uphill battle here this year because, you know, teams are going to be looking a lot to try to beat us. So, so um, I can't wait to get to that journey, you know? Yeah, every team needs an identity, right? Like, yeah. I mean, you're no, like last year, you were the scrappy underdogs all year long. You yeah. know, everything was going against you, but you just kept, you know, you fought through everything, you, whether it be your injuries, whether it be deficits, you just fought through everything and won. Yeah. Uh, that's it's not going to be this year's team. It's going to be different. There's going to be something else. We're always the scrappy underdogs, man. Yeah. The, the, the league doesn't no, pay homage to the Edmonton Eskimos as much as, you know, you see Hamilton, Toronto, you always see in the media, all, all those teams, we're always underdog. No one wants us to win. So, you know, if they keep that mindset up, then we'll just keep winning great cups. I remember when uh, you're it's okay with me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good with it too. Okay, just for the record. Yes, we're we're all in agreement with that. I remember when you were acquired by the Eskimos and the offensive line. There were, seemed to be a lot of question marks about it. Mm -hmm. Two years later, this seems to be the deepest group of every position on the team. Mm -hmm. You got all five starters back. You got right. great depth. You got a guy, Chris Greaves, who's played almost 80 games. Mm -hmm. You got a first-round pick in Danny Groove from last year. Yeah. You got uh, Joel Figueroa, who's an excellent player. Mm -hmm. What's it like to have this group? It's it's phenomenal, man. I mean, it's amazing. Uh, the veteran status that we have on the, on this group right now and the, and the connection that we have. Uh, we always, you ever, you ever see us in the before game, we'll grab each other's forearms and we'll smash each other's helmet. And it's, you know, um, it's a brotherhood, you know, and, and we've created that kind of a bond between, we fight and we argue and all that, but our offensive line is, this is the closest offensive line I ever played against. We go out together, we, we eat together, I mean, we party together, we win together, we fight together, we lose together, you know, it, and it's a, it's the best offensive line. And now these other guys who came in, they fit very well into our system. You know, they, they fit very well into what we're doing. And, um, man, I think I, the sky's the limit with us, you know. Yeah. I think we could be a lot better. We, a lot of times last year we had some ups and downs, but we got a offensive line now that I think it's going to we'll put everything together. Uh, how tough is it? It's tough to get to the top, tougher to stay at the top? That's, yeah. <laughs> that's kind of what yeah. you're going to find out, I imagine, this year? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because you got everybody want a gun for Edmonton, right? Yeah. I mean, we only lost four games last year, so a lot of we got we're on a lot of people's hit list, right? But you know, bring it. We're ready. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, Tony Washington. Uh, he's an Eskimo, and uh, now he's an Edmontonian, pretty much. Uh, pretty much. Pretty uh, much. So uh, we got to get that logo back. We got to get. We got to yeah. talk to. We got to. The city of champions has to come back, or the city where the cup stays. Yeah. Whatever get, one you want. We'll, uh, <laughs> we'll have to get you at the city council. I think you can take them. So uh, <laughs> right. we'll see how it goes. Tony, thanks for your time. Appreciate Absolutely. it, man. Absolutely. Thank you. All Thanks, right. Tom. Great stuff. Right. Uh, Tony Washington, Eskimos uh, offensive lineman, uh, joining us here on the Eskimo Show. Morley Scott along with uh, Dave Campbell. And uh, Jordan, your call. Should we take a break or can we get somebody over here? Yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah, 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 we're ready right now. Yeah, sure. we'll take them right now for oh, sure. Yeah, this is uh, on so the cuff radio, uh, folks. We won't take. Uh, we won't take it. <laughs> Live uh, radio. Jordan, uh, Jordan Greening's our producer today, as he's bringing guys uh, to us to talk to. So, uh, Dave and I will just uh, fill some time until uh, Mr. Roddy gets over here. Uh, interesting camp for him because he's learning a, a new offense like everybody else. But uh, I think there's more for him to do in this offense yeah, than, I, than in previous offenses. I, he's got to be a little busier pre-snap. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the play's 
got to come in quick. He's got to know what the what the defense is doing. Uh, it's it's different when just stepping up, you know, here in the play, calling the play, step, you know, walking up to the line. It's, you know, if it if it works, it, it, it's great because it puts the defense in a bind because they can't really set up. So here he is now, and he uh, and he joins us now. Oh, hey, how are you, Mike? I'm doing well. How are you? Good, thank you. We we're just talking about the differences for you running this offense from from years past. Yep. A little bit more of a thought process for you, and I don't want to take anything away from anything you've done, you do before, but there's a lot more for you to think about as you head to the line now, right? Yeah, I mean, there is and there isn't. It's uh, it's one of those things where once you spend the time and, and turn it into muscle memory, um, once you get finished with that, then uh, then things, you know, they flow really smoothly and it actually makes the life on a quarterback a lot easier, but um, getting to that point definitely takes a lot of time, and uh, it's something that we've been working a lot on, and, and we're getting better each day. The uh, thing that interests me now, there's lots been made about the no huddle, and so obviously you're still calling plays, uh, but you're doing it on the go. So one of the things I imagine you have to do is you got to get everybody's attention right away, right, and and make sure everybody knows what that play is as you go to the line of scrimmage. Yeah, the communication is very important, as it always is in football. But when you're not huddling, you have to find different ways to communicate, and so it, that involves everybody, whether it's from the sidelines or player to player, or you know whether the wide receivers are talking to each other or me getting a call uh, to the guys at the wideout position or on the offensive line. We all have to be on the same page because offensively, one guy breaks down, doesn't get the call, uh, it screws up the entire play and three down football, you can't have that. Yeah, and uh, I've noticed interviews after practice, you're a little more horse than you are. Most <laughs> yeah, after the first day, I was a little nervous. A lot more talking. I was going to have to be drinking a lot of tea or something <laughs> like that, but uh, yeah, it's something that, uh, you know, you got to train your vocal cords for, for sure, and, and when the stadiums are loud like they do get in the CFL, uh, it's just that much more important. Usually I ask you about a stat, but I have nothing. <laughs> oh, man, you weren't going to ask me about <laughs> it's too early for stats talk. Two for three today, is that what, you, what it was? I don't know. I should keep track of your stats <laughs> in practice so I can oh. throw Something at oh you. man, we'd, we'd be sitting here all day debating on whether it was a sack or not, or if it was a completion, or if he got tackled, or any of that stuff. I know you don't believe you ever get sacked. Right? <laughs> That's so, right. Nope, not a chance. The relationship with you and Jason Moss. I know when Jason Moss was hired. That's the first thing I thought about. Mike Riley's head coach is a quarterback. He was a pretty good one when he played. Good, great offensive mind. Yeah. Excellent job last year with the uh, Ottawa Redblacks as their offensive coordinator. He's your OC along as your head coach. Tell me about that relationship. Well, I mean, I can't say enough good things uh, about Coach Moss. Uh, you know, before I'd met him, everything that I heard was really positive, and I was excited to work with him. But um, now that I've had almost six months, uh, you know, getting to, to know him and learning his offense, philosophy and just how he thinks the game um, I'm just that much more impressed I think that uh, he's a guy that we're all going to play incredibly hard for because he's very passionate about the game of football um, it's clear and obvious for everybody to see since the, the first day of meetings that he loves this game he loves this city and he loves this football team so um, you know it's something that I'm excited I've been about it I've been excited about it for a long time but um, you know training camp uh, really makes you appreciate the regular season we can't get wait to get out there and, and hit somebody else that's for sure I heard you say an interesting thing early on in this process you said last year I felt the offense didn't have a good practice which means the defense had a good practice and you'd hear good practice guys good oh, practice yeah, guys yeah, uh, it's, it's kind of neat how the wheel kind of turns on that a little bit because your head coach is your DC for the last two years now he's your OC and yeah. there's a different shine on things yeah we might get a few breaks uh, when it comes down to who jumped off sides in practice but uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
the reality is at the end of the day, he's still our head football coach, and and uh, he takes a lot of pride in what our defense does as well. Um, you know, and and although he's got to wear the offensive coordinator hat, so he's got to spend more time on the offensive side of the ball. Um, you know, we we have a great defense. Our defensive coordinator and coach Benavides uh, brings a ton to the table. And you know, after seeing our defense play the last five or six days, uh, I have absolutely zero concerns about them. They've been making our lives miserable <laughs> as they have for the last you know two or three years. They're pretty good last night. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, what was that like last night in that close to game situation that you're going to get not being in a game? It was good. It was something that I felt like we needed. Um, it was a good uh, dry run for us. And, um, you know, offensively, it was the first time that we got to go out there and, and try to get things, you know, close to full speed. It still wasn't really even what we're going to be doing during the regular season. We're going to be a lot faster than that. But for the guys that are new to the league to see the speed of the game and how fast three downs go if you make a mistake. So there was a lot of good things that were put on tape. Some of the young guys stepped up and made some great plays. Um, but we also had a big-time learning experience in terms of penalties and just different things that kill a drive offensively and different things that extend a drive defensively because uh, those put points on the board for or against us, and, and those are important in winning games. I've asked you this before, and I just want to see if the process has changed or not, but we're going to see more of you in the preseason this year, I assume, just because of the circumstances. Yeah, I mean, that's my plan. I always prepare as if I'm going to play. Year, I did. I took yeah, a few snaps, a few. Five. Yes, it was five. <laughs> I, I have no doubt that I'm going to play quite a bit more this season, um, you know, for a number of reasons. It's uh, it still is a new offense for us. It's it's similar to what we ran, but it is it is a new offense, and it's something that I need to get live bullets firing at me to get comfortable. Um, you know, and and we just we want to hit the ground running full speed. We want to be ready to go week one. Last year we struggled out of the gates early in the season and early in games, and you know, kind of our thought process this year is to finish strong how we did last year, but to come out firing early and not dig ourselves into a hole. So we want to we want to knock the rust off in the preseason and make sure that we're ready to go when Ottawa comes into Commonwealth. Well, your head coach is former starter in this league too so he understands about you know wanting to play that first preseason game yeah. so I, I, I imagine campaigning for that might be a little easier for you yeah well I, I feel like we've been on the same page with everything and I understand how preseason go goes we only have two games and there's a lot of evaluation that has to take place that's you know there's 30 or 40 new guys on the team that they have to figure out if they're going to be the guys to you help us job. you got the job it's <laughs> well <okay>. I mean <laughs> to me there's not a lot of evaluation to, there. to me I just need to make sure that I'm ready to go for the yeah. first regular yeah. season game and uh, you know last year during the preseason it was tough because I had been coming off an injury so I hadn't played a lot of football um, you know and and I didn't get a lot of football in the preseason then I got hurt again so you know it took a little bit of time I feel like we're further along this year I feel like uh, you know things are sharp I'm seeing the field well and uh, we're, we're getting to be on the same page and playing fast offensively but we need to build some momentum going into that first game and, and make sure that when when it counts in the win-loss column we're ready to go great stuff Mike appreciate your time yeah thanks a lot guys I think some As people always. want to see you down there again. Uh, Mike Riley uh, joining us here at our uh, right by field level, and everybody gets mad at 6.30, Chad Morley and Dave right now because we pulled them away from signing autographs. But uh, he's heading back over there to pick up where he left off, so that's great news. And I see a big swell of people heading over there, too, so that's great. Uh, we're going to take a break. Uh, Morley Scott along with Dave Campbell. We're here at uh, Clark City. It's Eskimos Fan Day. You're listening to the Eskimo Show on 6.30, Chad. This is the Eskimo Show with Morley Scott on Eskimos Radio, 630 Chad. 
Uh, we're back at uh, Clark Stadium. Morley Scott along with uh, Dave Campbell. It is Eskimos uh, Fan Day. Great turnout today. I'm told by Eskimo officials, biggest fan day they've had in probably the last five or six years. So uh, great turnout to see the Great Cup champions uh, work out this year. A beautiful day too. But as I've said earlier, Dave, I think the word fan day comes from the Greek word windy because <laughs> every fan day is windy. We, again, this year we had to take our tents down uh, over there. The chorus radio tents were up and happened in Spruce Grove last year. I remember the year before it was cloudy, windy, and rainy. Uh, so, but today, great day, really, really, uh, really warm, sunny, a little bit windy, but yeah, it's. I mean, hey, Eskimo fans are a hearty bunch. You know, 35,000 showed up in cold weather to watch the West Final last year, and uh, you know, it, there's an appetite. There's a big appetite for football in this city, and uh, they've been waiting for a winner for a long time. They got one for the first time in a decade. So, uh, you know, it was fun to see uh, just the atmosphere. I anticipate this day. This is probably one of my favorite days of the year just because you see the Eskimo the connection with the Eskimo fan and the Eskimo organization and it's a strong bond it always has been there was rough years 06 to 13 was the one that, I mean it was it compared to the 60s I've, yeah. I wasn't alive then but you know talking to Halsey and people that have been there uh, absolutely it felt that way but now we're, we're far removed from that the last two years this organization's back on the right track. Upheaval right after the Grey Cup. New coaching staff, new head coach, who's trying to put in uh, you know similar similar ideals here. You know, make this make this city make this team a winner for this city. So it's been uh, it's been fun to watch so far. Uh, it has been, and I think uh, we're waiting for uh, we're waiting to get a hold of somebody else here. We're uh, I think they're going to. Uh, yeah, I think it is. It's uh, Jacoby Ford is uh, is going to join us here at our uh, at our spot by the field. Uh, Jacoby Ford, how are you? I'm doing good. How y'all doing? I'm I'm very good. Thanks for joining us, uh, no Morning Scott, along with Dave Campbell. This is the nice Eskimo Show. Uh, we do the games on radio. We've talked once before. Yeah. Uh, you were just getting kind of settled a little bit at that point. Uh, how are you feeling now about your uh, first CFL training camp experience? I'm feeling a lot better than I did before. You know, um, the thing it's been a, it's been a, a just a learning transition for me. Um, you know, just really learning the rules and just learning how to play the CFL game. It's completely different, and um, you know, I've just been taking it in and and, and um, just honing in on everything and just focusing. And uh, the story you told me, you, we got a former Eskimo to thank for you being here, basically. Uh, uh, do we Kenny not? Stafford, yeah. Kenny, Kenny Stafford, Stafford. You and yeah. him are good friends, and yeah, we're uh, really good friends. And, he spoke very and, and he was of telling you all about Edmonton and the CFL. Yes, he did. He spoke very highly of them. Um, probably ever since, not even last year, but the year before last, he was telling me to. Uh, trying to get me to come up here. Um, but, you know, I was still trying to wait and see what was going to develop and happen in the NFL after my first season out. Then after my second season out, he was like, yo, you just need to come to Edmonton. I was like, all right, I'm going to come to Edmonton. So, you know, we ended up talking with everybody and um, ended up getting it done, and I'm glad and happy to be here. How's it going for you? How have you felt uh, on feel, the field? I feel good on the field. Uh, body feels great. Uh, catching the ball very well. Um, you know, just, just learning the plays and getting all these motions down. You know, I think that's the biggest thing for me is getting the motions down and just, just learning that. The guy with your speed, you got to love the waggle, I'm assuming. I do like the waggle, but uh, the waggle can play to your advantage. And um, I've started, I've, I've been watching these other guys that have been doing it their whole lives, like playing this game. So I've been learning like little little tricks and trades of it. So I can definitely see um, the advantages of it. I'm definitely going to start using them a lot more. Less thinking out there for you at this point in training camp, or is there still lots to shore up before you get to that first game in a week in Calgary? I mean, with, 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 with the way our offense is, um, you can pretty much be anywhere on the field at any time. So you kind of just got to know everything. 
and um, sometimes you think and sometimes you don't. But I mean, it's always a thinking thing, a thinking game. Um, but you know, once you start getting it down and just just repetition and practice, uh, it just starts coming just natural to you. You gotta, you know, you gotta uh, on your resume. You had success in the NFL as a returner as well. You come up here, the wide field, and <laughs> they gotta give you a five-yard cushion. Uh, what are you noticing about the return game in the CFL and how it hopefully will uh, suit you? That is important. You know, it's really, really important here. I can tell. You know, especially with field position. Um, and I, you know, I just just from the scrimmage yesterday, you can see that a, one penalty can just damage a whole drive to an offense or to a defense, um, and also in special teams as well. So, you know, I can definitely see special teams being a big, big play in the game. You know, just a field position or creating a score or creating a spark for the team. So, you know, anywhere they want to put me and put the ball in my hands, I'm happy to do it. In the three-down game, you're, you're, as a three returner, you're on the field a lot more field, too. You get a lot, field, a lot yes. more opportunities to make an impact. A lot more opportunities means um, definitely going to be liable to break one or two, maybe three a game. I don't know. I'm not saying I will. I'm just saying, just <laughs> you never know how many. You, it could happen. You yeah, never know. How, how do you how do you approach it? Because you can't. It's hard to. All you can do in practice is catch the ball on a kick, right? Because you're not getting blocks. You're not returning. You're not. You're not using your 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 God-given abilities to make plays. Uh, you get a chance to do that in the games, but I mean, you got to get to the games first. So how do you approach that in practice? Um, in practice, I mean, you just in practice. You're, you're, it's going to be like probably exactly right because everybody's going to be exactly where they're going to be. But when you put live bodies out there, you kind of will get a little glitch here and two, you know, just because they'll do something different maybe. Or, um, you know, we got live bullets and everything because, you know, we're not hitting each other live. We're here trying to take care of each other until we do go play Calgary. So um, it's, it's definitely different when it comes to the game time. But, you know, as long as we go out there and execute like we do in practice, uh, we should be just fine. And I guess you get a chance in a week to show, show off in a game, and that's when guys earn jobs, right? Yes, sir. That's when you – that's when you go make your money and, make, and um, try to go make a team. You know, that's the whole thing. You got to perform under the lights and um, can't get cold feet at all. And I'm just going to go out there and just going to relax and just play and have fun. That's all I'm here to do. All right, Jacoby, wish you had more time. We're running out of time, though. Uh, uh, thanks sorry. for this, and uh, congratulations on uh, what you've accomplished so far. Appreciate Thank you. I appreciate it. it. Thanks, Jacoby. Right. Nice to meet you. Uh, that is uh, uh, kick returner and uh, receiver Jacoby Ford. They're getting the ball to him a lot last night in the, uh, in the in the mock game, I thought. He was kind of a guy, I'm guessing they wanted to get some film on and get a look at. He didn't get a lot of big plays, but I thought the ball, once, once the ball was in his hand, caught a lot of short passes, but the yards after catch, and he had a lot of, uh, a lot of those. He racked up, uh, you know, in this offense, that's what you need. I mean, yards after catch. Jason Moss, under Jason Moss last year in Ottawa, he had the top two yards after catch leader. That just shows you about this offense. It's going to be more moving targets. Short passes, but moving targets. All right. I, I guess the next time uh, we'll be on the Radio Together, Dave, is a uh, week today in Calgary. For I the, can't for the wait. Game show. Yes, indeed. It's going to be good. A lot of guys uh, <laughs> I, uh, can't wait. Eskimos in the Calgary Stampeders. Is that a 7 o'clock game? I don't even look that far Yes, ahead. it is. 7 o'clock game. So we'll be on the air at 530 uh, next uh, Saturday from Calgary. Thanks, partner. Appreciate it. Yeah, a lot of all fun. Right. For Dave Campbell, I'm Morley Scott. Thanks to the Eskimos as well for providing us with uh, with all the interviews here today. Great day, fan day at uh, Clark Stadium. Thanks for coming out, everybody. And uh, we'll talk to you one week from today from McMahon Stadium in Calgary. Have a great weekend, everybody.